Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Yang slaying it. Back yeah, control. yeah. You can tell Yang's having a good day. He's got a bounce in his step. He, he sounds excited, Yang. Yeah, the promos, well done, Yang. Nice, uh, smooth operation, the promos. Excellent promos, Yang. Solid uh, playlist. Uh, all right, uh, thanks to Mike Blue who joined us earlier. We talked a little fantasy. We got into, we ran over the lines, took a look at uh, some of the props uh, for tonight's uh, football game. A lot of injuries uh, in the NBA uh, this evening, especially in that Denver Nugget uh, game and others, as well as the Boston-New Orleans Pelican game, as well as bringing Drew Dickmeyer, who no doubt is monitoring uh, all of this and above, uh, DailyRoto.com. Uh, Drew Dickmeyer. Drew, always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? We're well, doing pretty know, good, It's a pleasure. It's nice and, when you're um, on. Uh, Worldwide Wob. Uh, Rob Perez tweeted out uh, earlier, you know, great NBA follow, fun guy, tweeted out, wow, what a crazy night with all the storylines tonight. You know, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James's game. Um, you've got Embiid and Drummond who always throw it down. Now Blake Griffin is out uh, in that contest. Uh, Oklahoma City and Utah playing for the first time since they played in the playoffs. Uh, Draymond Green uh, returns this evening. A lot of, uh, and, and not to mention, all the injuries in the NBA tonight. Uh, crazy in, in the NBA tonight, Drew. Yeah, 11 games slate, and it seems like the news does not stop today. It seems like every time you check Twitter, there's a new injury situation to handle and try to deal with. Uh, there's new drama going around in the league with the Bulls uh, rebelling against their head coach. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in, in, in the association these days. Yeah, so let's let's blast through the NBA. So Zach Levine uh, tonight. I see, you know, that the projections uh, like him this evening. It's just hard to wonder what you're going to get from the Bulls. It's strange. They embarrassed themselves the other night against the Celtics. Yet the game before that, they beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. What do you expect from them this evening? And for DFS purposes, do you like anyone? Do you like Levine or do you like Aaron Fox, uh, De'Aaron Fox or anything? I think you have to like... You know, whenever teams play Sacramento, they usually get a big boost in pace because Sacramento is playing at one of the fastest paces in the league this year. And then whenever teams play Chicago, they're usually playing a team that really struggles defensively. So that's one of the reasons you see this high total and the fact that the game is in Chicago uh, uh, brings a tight spread as well. So Levine, who was priced in the 8,000s for much of the last few weeks, is now back down to 7,400, which is a price tag that we've just been attacking all year. It is a little bit different now with Laurie Markkinen back and then also tonight it sounds like uh, both Chris Dunn and Bobby Portis are going to return on somewhat limited minutes. It's obviously an unknown how Jim Boylan and the Bulls are going to handle this uh, this spat with the players. It sounds like Zach Levine and Justin Holiday were two of the guys who were most vocal about their issues with Boylan's practice schedule. 
Um, but that price tag is really, really compelling on Levine. Now, the unknown around the situation might just shift it down to more of a tournament play than a, ca a cash game play or a, a play that I'm targeting primarily. Um, but it's a really good price tag. And the same can be said for, you know, De'Aaron Fox and Willie Colley-Stein, Marvin Backley and Wendell Carter Jr., all guys who I like in this game. And certainly if you want to build in some correlation in your GPP lineups, uh, using a player or two from each side would certainly make a lot of sense. Okay, what about this Denver Nugget uh, game tonight against Memphis? Because this is pretty crazy. I mean, I don't, you know, there's got to be some DFS value here. I'm looking at Trey Lyles at 3700 bucks. Hernan Gomez is $4,700. I don't know. Like, do you like Jokic or is he kind of on an island onto himself this evening? I'm not, you know, I wasn't in love with Jokic, but I do like Hernan Gomez. I do like Trey Lyles tonight. Um, it looks like Mike Conley's going to be playing in this game. What, what do you make of uh, all the options here with the Denver Nuggets right now with all the injuries with everybody being out? Yeah, this is a difficult game because these are two of the better defensive teams in the league. And obviously Denver without, you know, Gary Harris, without Paul Millsap, without Will Barton, they are down a number of pieces that would constitute some of their best offensive pieces. And usually that does bring value for the, the supporting cast. Um, in this matchup, I think you have to be a little bit conservative. There were the Denver Beats also suggested earlier today that Mike Malone noted they might have to consider a, a lineup change with Trey Lyles maybe not starting at the four and maybe starting Mason Plumley alongside Jokic in order to combat the size of Marcus Gasol and Jaron Jackson Jr. So sort of a matchup specific uh, starting lineup adjustment. We don't know if they'll do that. Plumley is obviously very cheap, as is Lyles. I think both are so cheap that either one can pay off their price tag regardless of what their role is, whether they're coming off the bench or whether they're starting. But you do want to be careful kind of managing exposure on the whole because while the team is condensed, it's also a team that could just fail offensively uh, in, in total. We kind of saw that in their last game out in Atlanta, you know, the best possible environment for, for DFS scoring. Their offense just struggled. It was on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Jamal Murray's playing through some issues. He's questionable tonight. I will say this, if Jamal Murray's out, uh, Monte Morris, Trey Lyles, and Mason Plumlee, all, all those guys are sub 4K on DraftKings. And while I probably wouldn't use multiple guys from the same, from uh, Denver in my lineup, I would spread those out in, if I'm playing multiple lineups um, because they're just so cheap, they're likely to hit value with, with the opportunity set that they have. Hey, all Drew right, before is, we get yeah. to the, uh, the football, yeah, just, sorry, Kev, I was just going to say yeah, about sorry, the Boston game. Celtics game. Good call, good so call. So the Boston, Boston Celtics <laughs> have a, a million injuries as well. Sure do. And what, what do we do here? Is Tatum, I guess Tatum's playing, right? You got Marcus Smart, yeah. seems like Marcus Smart's a play. How do you handle this one? Yeah, the interesting thing is despite all of these injuries, no Al Horford, no Kyrie Irving, no Gordon Hayward, no Aaron Baines, no Yabaselli, um, despite all his injuries, Boston is still favored over New Orleans in this game, and they have a relatively high implied total at 113. So what Vegas is telling you is that Boston is probably going to play well, and Boston's obviously a very deep team with a lot of players that can step in. They're gonna That depth is going to be tested tonight with all these injuries. Um, but Tatum projects as the highest scorer from the team. Uh, Marcus Morris, Daniel Teese, uh, Terry Rozier, and Marcus Smart, and Jalen Brown are all positive values as well. We have all six of those guys expected to play over 30 minutes. Obviously, Teese carries the biggest risk-reward profile because he's very cheap, but he also will probably have the primary responsibilities of guarding 
either Julius Randle or Anthony Davis, and both of those guys draw tons of fouls. So that's a huge risk for Daniel Teese's uh, floor, but he's so cheap. And, you know, last game he went out and put up 55 fantasy points in, in sort of a similar situation. He's a very good point-per-minute producer if he can stay out of foul trouble. So we do like attacking this Boston game. I would say if you're if you're playing DFS tonight, you probably want at least one of these Boston guys in every single lineup you create because Vegas is telling you if they're expected to score 113 points without Gordon Hayward, without Kyrie Irving, without Al Horford, Someone on this team is is severely underpriced, and for us, it looks like most of the guys on the team are underpriced. That's why we bring them on there, Gabe. That's uh, that's breaking it down, Drew Dinkmeyer style, right there. Good stuff there, Drew. That's uh, I don't know. I uh, there's so many. The NBA is crazy tonight, Gabe. I don't know what you're going to do with your lineups. You might have to put a lot of them together. But let's talk about the showdown slate. Some multiple lineup. Multiple yeah, lineup yeah. tonight, uh, Cam. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I can tell you, Gabe, you're going to have, a, yeah, like two fists. Like, you got to put, you might be putting like five plus ten in there. Uh, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, but uh, this football game, Gabe and I were talking there, Drew, about Dalvin Cook and the usage rate. We think it's going up. And in Vegas, they had a low implied total. His rushing and receiving yards was 79 and a half. And I told Gabe, wow, I thought it'd be about 92 and change. He's getting lots of balls out of the backfield. Things are going really, really well there. And they got to take the pressure off Kirk Cousins. I made Dalvin Cook my king tonight. I know he's expensive, but what do you think about his usage? And Seattle gives up uh, over five yards uh, on the ground to running backs. Yeah, the nice thing is we have seen, you know, the snap share increase a little bit, but we haven't seen that big usage rate that we saw kind of at the start of last season for Dalvin Cook. We've still seen Latavius Murray get mixed in. Obviously, Cook has much, much bigger big play potential, and the price isn't as aggressive as some of the receiving options. Um, the good the good thing about this slate is that with Minnesota, whenever they're on these showdown slates, we know exactly where the production's going with Minnesota. There's no question marks around that. It's going to Stefan Diggs, it's going to Adam Thielen, occasionally Kyle Rudolph, and then whoever's the primary back. And I think that'll be Dalvin Cook tonight. Um, certainly, we'd like you're, you're betting on the come a little bit in terms of that snap rate uh, increasing and, and thus the touches coming alongside it. But they have every reason to. This is a huge game for playoff positioning. You would think that they would uh, put their best players forward, and and Dalvin Cook is certainly that at the running back position. So there's been a lot of debate uh, with this football game. There's a lot of trends, Drew, that uh, point to the under. Um, You know, Seattle have played to the under uh, a lot this year. Um, On Monday Night Football, they're generally to the under. Minnesota have had a hard time scoring as of late. What kind of tempo are you expecting for this football game this evening? I know the computer is looking at the over of, of this game. It's a pretty sharp number at 45. It's, you know, we, you know, things are starting to tighten up a little bit in the National Football League right now. I think points could be tougher to come by this evening, but it's so hard to bet an under in today's day and age. Yeah, I mean, the tricky thing about is that the Seahawks pretty much break every every mathematical model you could try to figure out because they'd run the ball, you know, about 50% of the time. And then Russell Wilson throws a touchdown seemingly every third pass. Um, so they have like a 50% run rate and then like 70% of their touchdowns are through the air. So they're, they're a very difficult team to project because they, they strike a lot of big plays. And so they don't typically run a lot of plays and they really grind the clock down. So it depends on how many big plays they hit, whether the game tempo gets sped up or not. Minnesota's the team that generally plays, you know, fairly fast because they throw the ball quite a bit. Um, so in terms of tempo of this game, it ultimately just comes down to can Minnesota limit the big plays of Seattle? If so, then this game should play slower, um, you know, perhaps not as slow as last night's uh, kind of a, a primetime debacle with the Rams and the Bears offense just getting totally sidetracked. 
Um, I think these offenses will be successful, but I think pace of play will ultimately determine whether this is a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game because it it all come down to whether Seattle can break big plays in the secondary. Drew, what so if, me and Cam yeah. were talking about some of these props. Yeah, that's and, a good one. Uh, we're talking about yeah, Dalvin Cook rush yards is fifty-three and a half, and um, his total rush and receiving yards is seventy-nine and a half. It seems Love to it. me that it's Love a it. little bit of a better play to get the receiving yards thrown in here as well instead of just at fifty-three and a half to seventy uh, seventy-nine and a half. And you sort of stole my thunder with with Seattle and which with their anomalies and how their offense works. And it, it sort of, you know, comes in chunks. But uh, with Chris Carson and his prop tonight, that's uh, 77 and a half total Russian receiving yards. Both seem very attainable. It both seem like they're going to have uh, the opportunity to have the ball in their hands uh, tonight. Yeah, we would like the cook over in that situation. We have him for, I believe, 81, just a, a little over 81 total yards. And I think we're being fairly conservative on the split between him and Murray. So I think that makes a lot of sense. The Carson one ultimately comes down to Rashad Penny's health. And Rashad Penny is questionable with an ankle injury on the injury report as well. If Penny isn't in, we actually would like the under there um, because Penny's been sealing enough work that, and Carson isn't super active in the passing game, that you're really relying mostly on the rushing attempts to kind of get you there. And so we, and Minnesota has been, you know, a decent run defense uh, throughout the course of the last two seasons. So we would like the Carson under if Penny plays, but if Penny does not play, you know, we have Penny projected for like 26, 27 yards and at least three quarters of those would go right to Carson and push that line close. So what that prop tells me is they might not be expecting Rashad Penny to play tonight. Drew, uh, Russell Wilson. I was going to ask Drew about like Russell Wilson as the King Gabe, even though I'm putting, um, you know, Dalvin Cook as the King. Take a look at what he's done. Touchdowns. This guy hasn't thrown an interception in a, a dog's age. Four touchdowns last week against San Francisco, three against the Rams, two and two with no interceptions. And the numbers are starting to go up. Remember at the start of the year, Drew's thrown for like 140 yards or whatever. Like he's starting to look like the old Russell Wilson now. What do you think about him as a king? I'm going with Cook, but he's been a lot better lately, big time. Yeah, I mean, Russ is just a statistical anomaly. It's just very difficult to assess a guy who has thrown 29 touchdowns this year on 217 completions. So, you know, that's, that's like one every seven or eight completions is a touchdown for him. Um, he hasn't attempted more than uh, 35 pass attempts with the exception of two games a season, uh, one against the Chargers and one against the Bears where he cleared with 36 and 39. Most games he's routinely in the mid-20s. Still, he's producing a ton of fantasy points because of his ability to generate touchdowns. And it's just it's all so difficult to rely on consistently, but he's done this for many years. He's been extremely efficient both in the red zone um, and creating big plays with his legs and extending plays. The interesting thing tonight will be if Doug Baldwin's able to go. He was not able to practice this week. He's listed as questionable. It sounds like he might be closer on the side of doubtful. Um, if that's the case, does that impact their red zone you know, offense at all? Uh, Doug Baldwin's had a down year playing through a lot of injuries, but most of their guys, like Tyler Lockett, is a big play guy. Jerron Brown's been an inconsistent receiver throughout his career. So that would leave kind of David Moore and Nick Vanette as the guys to, to utilize with Russell Wilson if you're considering uh, Russell Wilson in the captain spot. Because if Russell Wilson goes off as a captain, he's probably doing it through touchdowns. And the guys who are most likely to score touchdowns in the red zone would be those bigger guys unless Lockett breaks a bunch of big plays. Yeah, Nick Vanette's real cheap, too. 1800 you, you make, uh, Nick, Yeah, you make <laughs> Nick Vanette your captain. You're getting a lot of opportunities. 
Drew, I swear, man, I've tried every freaking combo, man, with these showdowns. I've gone cheap with the captain. I've gone with the star with the captain. And, you know, I've gone with the kickers as the captain. You name it, man. I've, I've, I've tried to shake it up. And I don't know. It seems whenever I try to roll the dice with one of these really cheap guys as a captain, it doesn't work. But it's just so damn enticing because you can stack the lineup otherwise. Yeah, I think it's that strategy often works during really high shootout games. Um, because that allows you to get more exposure to all the really strong plays on the slate. Now, th- this game, this really shifts a lot for, for Showdown on Doug Baldwin's availability. If Doug Baldwin's unable to play, you know, you've got enough cheap guys with Seattle, with David Moore and with Jerron Brown and with Nick Vanette that should see reasonable yeah. target shares that you can target that you don't necessarily need to go really cheap at captain. Um, but the thing that we talk about at, at Daily Roto with regards to how to manage your captain spot is more about thinking through that your lineup makes sense with with whoever the captain is. So if you are playing Kirk Cousins at captain, you probably want both Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen in your lineup because if it's going to be the winning lineup and Kirk Cousins is going nuts, he's probably thrown to multiple receivers. Um, if Otherwise, if he threw just all to one receiver, you'd want the receiver in the captain spot. So, like, if you had Adam Thielen in your captain spot, you'd want to make sure that he was paired with Kirk Cousins in that lineup. Um, and those are the types of things we think through more with the showdown slates. Drew, always a fascinating conversation. Yeah. DailyRoto.com for all the access. We told you guys, uh, instead of signing up and paying for Daily Roto, you can get a free uh, a free bonus. Sign up over at BetDSI and get a month for free and check it out. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, Drew. Thanks, guys. Take care. You too. Drew Dinkmeyer. Smart guy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. the best <laughs> it looks Hazer looks great Hazer <laughs> looks good Cohen kind of looks strange though on, on Cohen the line, looks, doesn't it? yeah he looks skinny like Hazer looks like an old beat down ball player I love it great stuff Jesse <laughs> like Hazer looks like he's, he uh, he's a rec league boozer yeah kind of like me when I do my gifts Cohen looks yeah like Jesse <clears throat> abnormally thin like Cohen is not that thin like he's a bigger guy like he's kind of portly isn't he and Hainzer's just kind of, his his matches it pretty good, don't you think? Yeah, Jesse's just too good at this stuff. Well, it's, he's a pro. Like, there's nobody better. should hire him. All right, so uh, Drew Dinkmeyer, as always, leaves us almost with more questions than answers. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, always, good call. You know, it's got good insight, but he leaves. You know, it's like, wow, a lot, a lot of questions here tonight. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of question marks. You so, yeah, Nick Doug Bennett? Baldwin. See, Nick yeah, uh, Doug Baldwin questionable. Yeah, Doug Baldwin's probably not going to play. So now let's think about this. These Seattle receivers are really, really low on some of these sites. Like Nick Vanette on my site, Gabe, uh, he's 21 and a half. He's 22 and a half on uh, 365 there. That's like, you know, if, if Baldwin's not playing, they look at Vanette, you know. Moore, 
Moore's had one bad game. Last week he had no targets. Other than that, he's had over 100 yards. He's 44 and a half. So without Baldwin playing, Lockett, Moore, Vanette become, you're you're getting a good side of the number, I'm thinking, because you got to throw somebody. Yeah, you know what? Vanette was just 19 and a half uh, a couple of minutes ago, actually. It's popped up to 22 and a half. Should have got it. I think reality is starting to settle in that Baldwin's not going to be playing. Good point. Yep, I agree, I agree with you 100%. He's a definitely, I, I think he's doubtful. And I don't think uh, Penny's going to play either. He's questionable, but he had some weird kind of injury. Like, they didn't even list him on the injured report, but it, it looks pretty doubtful. And they got Carson and uh, Davis, right? So you don't want to get that kid hurt, but we'll see. I think Seattle's got more injuries than people think. So wouldn't Tyler Lockett come into play then as well? Definitely, yeah. Like, look at all these numbers. Like, I like Moore. He's 54 and, and a half, Lockett. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 50, I, I almost want to go over on all these guys. 54, these are really low numbers. <laughs> I know. I actually like the props tonight. Slow down, Cam. Slow down, Lockett. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. me getting the, uh, yeah, I'm I got you. I got, yeah, I know. I got you thinking. That's the thing. Yeah, Vanette. I wish we got him at 19 and a half. I would have definitely clicked that. Lockett, 54? That's not a lot, Gabe. And he's also a big play threat, too. Like, he can break one. Like, he can break one for, like, 35. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he can get one catch there, and it could be real close to that number. That's the type of guy he is. Yeah, I'm getting suckered in by the low number here myself. Yeah, I feel Lock like. Lockett. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I don't have a problem with Lockett here. Um, let's see. You look at Lockett's numbers. 52, 107, 71, 67. You know, over the last month, he's only gone under this number once. I mean, he only had one, uh, he only had two targets, but uh, in the San Francisco game, they were killing him, though, right? So That's right. They ran the ball. They're not going to kill Minnesota tonight. They're going to need, they're no. going to have to throw the ball a bit. Lockett's going to have Xavier Rhodes up his ass, though. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I, I really think the play is more. He'll be on. He'll be on the weaker guys, and he'll he'll be open a lot more. That's true. If if Baldwin's not playing, Lockett's the key guy. Rhodes will be on him. That's troubling. I think Vanette that offers more value for, for Vanette Moore. They're gonna they're gonna be in better situations, Gabe. Yeah, I don't. I, the Moore number's too high for me. The, yeah. the, the Moore number's a little high. What I what I'm attracted to Vanette is just because it's so low. Yeah. Twenty two and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's really low. Yeah, but uh, there's no Penny as well tonight, huh? No, Penny's questionable. This whole game, I, I, yeah. This whole game's giving me a freaking headache, bro. I know. I know. I want Every to tease time. it to the over, but I'm getting concerned. I mean, how is Seattle going to move the ball? They're over. Russell Wilson will find a way, I guess. Yes, he will. One of those. And, and it's another with thing. With Carson like, and Lockett. Yeah, the thing about it is, look, like, so Penny's out, okay? He was only, and you remember, Gabe, he wasn't a big part of the offense till the last few weeks. Now he's getting acclimated to it. You know, he's blocking a little bit better, so Carroll's throwing him a bone. Vanette's the guy who can who, who can do lots of things. Like, without Baldwin there, Moore's been great for these guys. Lockett, like, there's enough weapons on the team that they can figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Baldwin's, Baldwin's actually had a down year, too. Like, these other younger guys are stepping up. I can't play every prop, though. No, you can't. Can't play every. You can't prop. do it. No, 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 no. You can't play. You can't play every <laughs> prop. No, I know. 
Trust me, I got like you're right. I got a I got like a pounding headache. I feel like there's a sledgehammer in my head. Like I'm not even eating, not even drinking or anything. It's just like yeah, I know. It's just like All right, ding, we'll, ding, we'll ding, get ding. back to this. We'll take a phone call here. <laughs> and we'll get back to these props and picks here. We got yeah, we, we got we, we got to get a spot. We got to get, get a we, we got to get a sponsorship from like Advil or Motrin or something. Yeah, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, 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 exactly. I know, man. Those temples. I know. I'm just rubbing. Where are we going? Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota. Sarasota. Yes. Hello? Who is it, yes, Anthony? I have a question. Yes, yes, this is Anthony. I have a question. What's your opinion on uh, the winter meetings? I'm I'm a Marlins fan. What do you think, realistically, what do you think the Marlins can get for Real Muto when they trade them? And what is the best fit, what team is the best fit for them uh, to, to trade Real, Real Muto to? Oh, yeah. Is All right, thanks Real for the Muto? question, uh, Good Anthony. Call. He's good, man. I like that kid. He's very good. I like. I it caught me off guard. We're getting a I Marlins know. question. Yeah, Marlins. Are, you got, what, what are the aim? <laughs> right? We got. Well, we got a Marlins fan. I'll tell you one thing. All they do is every time they. Well, they had Christian Yelich. You got rid of him. Like you know, it's like. That's what are the. The Marlins just well, seem you to know be what? like a team. They just want to just kind of like float around. They're not going to do anything extravagant, Renzi. You know that. They're more of a budget team. Just look at the look at the dollar bills. Look how things are coming in. They want to save. They don't want to spend. Get the, uh, the Los picks. Angeles the Los Angeles Dodgers. Seems like Real Mudo's getting a little bit of a bidding war going on right now. He's awesome. Across the he's, board. And he's good. If you look he's at the, if you look at the Dodgers in the World Series, yes, Manny Grandal was a problem. Austin Barnes was a problem. A problem. Right? Good call. Good call. Yep. So the the Dodgers and know they need to address this situation. So the Dodgers reportedly offering Alex Verdugo. Um, you know the Dodgers always want to uh, they always want to um, just include prospects and don't really shake their teeth. You, you know you know who else wants real Too voodoo? Much. Padres. They're not screwing around Six. anymore. They got no. They got a good young team. Like they're going to start building it now. Like they've had their prospects. They're going to get better. Game. I'm telling you. Like. I, I was one year too late with those guys. That next year's the year that you're going to see major improvement from them. I was one year too early. Um, I see there Captain Nemo's in the mix here with the Mets. The Mets. It seems like everybody's offering us something for Real Muto. Uh, Marlon say that John Heyman's the guy to follow here, Anthony. Um, he's at the winter means. This guy seems to be ahead of the curve over the last couple of days with everybody. He says uh, the Marlins want to trade him out of the division, but uh, now suddenly the Mets are involved just because of the offers are too good. You know, the Dodgers always have some, like, really, really good prospects, right? That's the thing. It might might suit them best to trade them out west and, uh, and see what the Dodgers offer. But the Dodgers are offering the same prospects to, uh, to the Marlins, and they're also putting the same guys out there to the Cleveland Indians. The Dodgers are trying to get Corey Kluber or Trevor Bauer. They're in talks to get uh, either. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, the Marlins are just in a perpetual state of rebuild. Marlin, right. man, is actually at the winter meetings. This guy just pops up uh, wherever there's a baseball function. Now. <laughs> Marlin, man. <laughs> he travels. Yeah, I love that guy. It's in Vegas. Not a bad place to be for the winter meetings right now. Good call. Rio Molo's got, like, amazing numbers, too, Gabe. Like, take, take a look. Like, guy, 2017, hit over 300 last year, two, 277, 21 dinger, 74 RBI. Like, you don't get the, the the production at the catcher position. Like he's a nice, nice gem right there. The guy's solid. You know, the thing is with me, 
I'd be lying. I don't know who a lot of these prospects are, right? So when we talk about exactly. right, this prospect's been offered and that prospect's been offered, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I you know, how the hell do I know how good Alex Verdugo is, right? Um, it seems like he is a top prospect. But, I, you know, I don't know. The Marlins just always want prospects. It just it never ends. Exactly. And you so... Yeah, so San Diego, I just never take San Diego seriously in these type of situations, to be honest. Well, they're going to have to do something soon. They got they got, they have young players. They have a huge, huge prospect base from all the years that they've sucked. That they have, they actually have assets and and prospects to give away. Like it's time for the Padres to stop dicking around and actually do something now. JT Realmuto too, he won a Silver Slugger award last year. Like the guy's amazing. Let's see. Uh, wow. Um, as far as uh, Verdugo is concerned, MLB Pipeline considers him one of the best pure-hitting prospects in baseball. Nice. And the number one overall prospect in the Dodgers organization. Wow. They won't, they won't uh, want to get rid of him. They don't want to. They, some yeah. serious. Well, I don't know. The, the Dodgers have never shown a reluctance to do that, Cam. The Dodgers really do believe. That's true. That's true. They really do. Like, they really take their farm system seriously. And then they trade their players for the most part. And they've done a great job of hanging on to the right guys as well. Where um, the Dodgers will hang on to the right guys where you look at all the rookie of the year guys that they've had. All right, what's that noise in the background right now? Yeah, it feels like wind. What? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Yang, the, you, you generally you wait till we go to the caller before you, you put them on. Um, so as long as we hear the breathing right now, let's let's get to our caller. Uh, who is it? It's a J Rod. What's up, J Rod? Hey guys, how's it going? Red eating range. Yeah, what's rolling, J Rod? <laughs> Always a pleasure. J Rod, we, we were going to get to you. It's just I was just waiting. Like yeah, you know, it's too bad Yang Yang was coming close to a perfect game today. But there's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 the line drive up the middle right there. Oh right? yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you that. could. No, it's not your bad. Yeah, yeah. Marenzi's a tough a scorer at the ballpark. We could have called it an air, but Marenzi <laughs> says it's a hit. Sorry, Yang. Well, I was gonna say it's a walk. Uh, <laughs> we'll say it's yeah, I know, but that's on you too. That's not the previous. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there seems that seems to be a thing. You know, it's not it's not just Yang either. It's like a lot of people seem to do that uh, where. When the caller's done, you got to hang up on him. It's not up to the yeah, caller yeah. to hang up. These guys might stay on forever. You got to hang. Yeah, up. it's a very good point. Oh no! I, yeah. Oh no! I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out when I. When no, no, I, I know. So, no, you're. Oh, no, you good. Right. No, right, stick so. around, Jayra. This gets cool. So, what's on your mind, Jayra? What's on your mind? I just. I'll get to it succinctly. I'm a Marlins fan. I'm going to be furious. I'm going to call in and have my own rage when they trade this dude. He's got. He. he you guys said it. He's got the bat. He hits. How many catching project, catching uh, uh, prospects just totally bust? I mean, this this dude can do it defensively, offensively. His his contract is great relative to what Cam said, wh- wh- where he can hit. But yeah, you're right, Gabe. The Marlins they just want prospects because you pay them nothing. Yeah, it's and it's just it's perpetual though, and eventually, right? You know, they they fleece. Listen, Loria, Loria fleeced the city and everyone by getting the stadium yep. built. Then he turns around yep. and he sells the team. Loria made so much money out of that situation. And you would have figured, wow, Derek Jeter's coming in right now. And then you look at Derek, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's got the head office in the Cayman Islands. 
Like right, he's not even right. like basically he's treating this like some sort of shell yeah. company. It's true. And he's just right. fleecing and getting you know, Jeter's just in it for the same thing Loria was because of the revenue right, sharing. Right, yeah. It's ridiculous. The, the, like the Dodge, the Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Red Sox pay more money to the Marlins, and the Marlins pay in players essentially. So you said think it, about Kate. it. If you're if you're the Marlins owner, you get all the television money from the Major League Baseball deal. So you get a fair share. You get the same thing the Yankees get. Then you get the money from your local TV deal. Then, yep. since you cry poor, then the, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, and a couple other teams have to kick in money. The Cubs have to pay money in some sort of weird revenue-sharing deal because yep. they spend yep. more yep. money and have the audacity. Like, the Marlins are fleecing everybody, and more importantly, they're fleecing their fans. Like, how long is this crap going to yep. go on for? It never ends. It's like every year I, they just think- trade everyone. I, th- I think it's going to be what happened to y'all in Montreal is, is they probably got five more years and then, cause the fans aren't going to, they're not going to put up with this stuff and they're just going to jump, jump ship and go to I don't know, San Antonio or where maybe back to Montreal. Yeah, I know. Maybe at Montreal at this point in time, like they, it really is, you know, it's too bad. Listen, it's not, it's not, you know, the best baseball market. Miami's a strange sports city to begin with. Hell, they've won championships. It's not like there's some kind yeah. of joke. There's there's teams in Major League Baseball that would love to be like have the Marlins pedigree. Yeah. You you said it, Marlins. Right. Remember, got remember back when Marlins Marlin calls? Yeah, obviously there's remember, Marlin fans out there. Yeah, it's crazy. What? Hey, remember when Mar- when Marlin man went to that thing and uh, yeah, and Derek Jeter like opened up the it was that like a PO box game? Remember that story? They like exposed like yeah, what the hell are they doing down there? Yeah. Yep. yeah, but this is the same team. I don't know. Here's a novel concept. How about you keep Real Moto? How about you would have kept Christian Yelich? Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you have team? good players. Exactly. Right. You look at Atlanta. It didn't take long, J-Rod. Look, Atlanta, boom. They, they got some prospects. Next thing you know, they win the division. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. Miami doesn't want to win. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like it'll ruin their scam. I'm telling you. It's yeah, like no, they're yeah. running a fleece job. Yep, Houston, and I went to uh, a game against against the Jays, and, in August of 2013, I, I sat on the 11th row there uh, at home in Houston. I pick it for $35 right behind home plate. And yet, what, four years later, they won the World Series because they invested in the team. Yeah, exactly. that's amazing, yeah. isn't it, what what investing in the yep. team will do. Uh, and, you know, well, the stadium fills to, um, up. Yep. Oh, I, I want to get to um, quickly the uh, the Camping World Bowl. Uh, West Virginia and Syracuse. I'm digging deep on this. Oh, yeah, Will Greer's deep, out deep, now. Like yeah, Will Greer's going to be out. Yep. Awesome. That's good and for their, Syracuse. And their top, and their top tackle. I, I looked a little while ago. Houston is still a one-and-a-half-point dog, plus 105 on the money line. And the total, from what I can tell, is only down two points. It's down to 66-and-a-half. I'm taking Cuse in the under, Cuse on the money line, just the whole Cuse side under all of it because – what has West Virginia got? They're they're losing their their top tackle and Will Greer. Their defense sucks yeah. too. Syracuse can score on them. I'll tell you, my buddy's a huge Syracuse fan. When I did that indoor soccer shit, I met them later on, and they're right, they're at that Syracuse Georgetown game. All my buddies, like a, lot, a couple of them, are huge Syracuse. He smashed that game already. So I I, I hope it works out for I you like, guys. Yeah, I like yeah. where you're going with that. I, I like your pick here, Jay. I'm gonna get in on this when I go to the book later in the week. I'm just gonna bet this. It's not until uh, yeah. it's a couple of weeks this came away, but I, I throw, it's early. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna. The lay, problem is, put, put some you never know bets. about Syracuse. You never know Syracuse. Right. Yeah, I know, no, no. But I will. But I will say this: 
Like Dana Babers, won't really I'll tell you what, going to the NFL. It's not the yeah, same and, thing. and Babers, I think you'll have him ready for the game. You also have to look at the coach. Like, what's his not just a player yep. motivation? Does he want to win this game? They're building that program. Winning a bowl exactly. game would be good for Syracuse. I, I, I'm with you. Well, Will Greer, Will Greer is going to be maybe a first round draft pick. Yes, he's you know, awesome. Top, yep. Set two, top two, sure. top three round draft pick for sure. So he's not sure. screwing around. I don't like this. It's really, oh, the bowl games have never meant less than they do now. But I'll tell you what, Syracuse will want this. In Syracuse, they don't have players going to the NFL. No one's skipping out the bowl game. Uh, you know, I like yep, this pick. True. Hey, J-Rod, always a pleasure, my man. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Y'all gonna wanna get them picks. Gave it can out for them pesos. Y'all gonna wanna get them picks. You better pick what they say so. Yank, throwing it down. Yeah, I don't know if they want our picks, to be honest, Yank. Uh, I think they do. I think they do. Yeah, okay. Fade, you could, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fade you it, fade, fade it, it. follow it. Yeah, whatever. Do whatever. Hey, we, we, we didn't give our lineups. We got to throw a couple lineups out there as well. I'm just, I've been working on my picks, and you know what? Sometimes I've been firing them off, but it's all business that I can. That's why we, we got to get this right. So I'm like, I can't screw around here. Um, Adam Thielen you, is not someone we talked uh, about too much no, today, it, but his number's pretty high. It always is. The Dalvin Cook prop is the way to go. The long field goal prop is the way to go. Yeah, Nick uh, Vinette. Yeah, I liked it better at 19 and a half, but yeah, it's... A few catches you get there. <laughs> what are you gonna do? No, it's so picks are good this week. The, you know what the problem is? The problem is me and you. We bet on a lot of stuff, and just you know what I mean. Like, there's not really like you know what I mean. We should almost like categorize more, like five star play, little bit sprinkles, yeah, yeah, like you yeah. know. You know how it goes. Like I'm not betting every game the same. If you like one thing more than the other, but I tend to do the same units. And sometimes you know. Things happen. You know the National Football League. Things are going to happen in this league. You might do a teaser with a team they lose. You're, 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 you're pooched, right? So it is what it is. All right. The Boston Celtics are now down to two-point favorites. So this has to this has to. Davis is playing. Uh, yeah. This has to mean that Davis is playing if it's down to two. I'm going to tell you as a Seahawks fan, Gabe. Yes, this? Davis is official. That's correct. Davis is now in, yeah. Minnesota, like, if you're going to te- like take Seattle, like, teasing the plus four, it's not a really good number either. It's not like it's two and a half where you're getting four and a half. Like, sure, maybe they lose by three or win by three, like you win the teaser. But I'm telling you, the Minnesota side of the teaser is the way to go if you're teasing it. Because I don't think Seattle beats them by more than ten points. That's coming no, from the I like too. Minnesota shows up tonight. I got I Minnesota. 
I think Minnesota can win this game. Like if I had, like if I was not a Seahawks fan, I'd go Minnesota money line. You're you're concerned about this game. I am very, very concerned. I'm teasing it as well. My issue, my deal is, uh, you know, I'm concerned about the total. Like what what happens with the total here? That that's you know. Am I going to tease it? Can it get there? It's at 45 and a half. It just jumped a half point. Hey, so hey listen. And a half. listen We've got to get to listen. 38 and a half points. I think it can. Okay, here's the thing. We're going to play what we talked about before. Here's a new game. It's called the patience game. You take Minnesota to plus 10, and you take the Chargers to plus 10 and a half on Thursday. I know you don't want to wait three more days or whatever, but or the Chiefs to plus three and a half if it's three and a half right now. Like, do it with another game if you don't like the total because there's no worse feeling in forcing a bet. And, you know, the day's going to come anyway. Like, you know, Thursday shows up. Sunday games, you know, like, tie Minnesota to something. Well, I'll tell you, the, like. Daily Roto, the Daily Roto betting machine thinks that there's going to be 46.7 points in this game. Perfect. I like the over, too. I actually believe they're scoring tonight. I think Minnesota scores on Seattle, and I think – Seattle doesn't nickel and dime. If Minnesota scores, Seattle's going to be forced to not just run the ball. They're going to have to put it up, and Russell Wilson's going to have to do some things. I'm telling you, I I, I, I like the machine tonight. I think we're going to get there. Yeah, I'm teasing the Vikings to the over. That's the play. I like that play a lot. Like, I like it a lot. Vikings to the over. I like Dalvin Cook, uh, that over 79 and a half. Agreed. Tyler Lockett, over 54 and a half. I don't hear the agreed. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I think the book's setting you up with Moore as a high total because he's actually gonna get shitloads tonight. I know it's 44 and a half. That guy goes off when he goes off, man. When Baldwin wasn't playing again, he had those games. Gabe he had a hundred yards and let me go to this guy. I remember those games specifically. Let's talk about more. Because I know he, he's had it, like, other than last week, in that game, it was the only reason he didn't get anything. It was the game plan. They were already murdering uh, San Francisco, so they just ran the ball, tick, 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 tick. You know what I mean? Like, it's, there was no reason. That's the thing. So yeah, I think, how's the game How's well, the game script going to go? Lock, so Lockett's going to get there. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, yeah, you're, look you're, at this you're guy. the one to talk me into it. Yeah, I know. I know. I did. No, yeah. He, this guy against the Panthers, four for 103, four for 57. He had one back oh, yeah, game you love against it more. the Rams. Well, you got to yeah. put more in your in your DFS lineup tonight. Definitely. He's already there, Gabe. He's already there. Oh, yeah. And he's cheap. Let me see here. Hold on. Jesse Lapine, Seattle inactives versus. So no Baldwin out. Uh, KJ Wright, linebacker out. That's big. Trey Madden, fullback. DJ Fluker on the on the line too. Brandon Jackson. Yeah, Seattle's got a couple bad injuries tonight. And I'll, I'll a tell lot you, of injuries. I'll tell you one thing. But uh, Penny's playing, so they don't offer him on our site though, because I would have gone over maybe like he would have had a low number. But uh, so Penny's playing. Carson, that sort of that hurts the Carson prop a little bit. Which yes, I'm it does. Take out of the loop. But I I'm leaving Lockett in at fifty-four and a half. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Lockett and Moore and Vanette can all hit their numbers. I think it's going to be more scoring than people think, and I think I, I think it's a good prop night, Gabe. Yeah, and I, I'm telling you from DFS purposes, David Moore's fifty two hundred dollars. Take a look at the prices of all these other guys; they're crazy. 
Lockett's 82, Carson 76. This one's not playing. He's 7,000. I love how they list Trevor Simeon, six grand. Yeah, like who's taking Trevor Simeon? <laughs> That'd be the All best. Right. So you, we got, you we take got him, get Cousins you. gets hurt. <laughs> we got to get you a, uh, we got to start like a new email. Inputter. Inputter at waiting. Gmail. I'm waiting. The inputter at Gmail. Inputter's waiting to something. input. Gonna try to win, Gabe, some pesos. Inputter ready to input. Yes, yeah. Try to get those. Try to get those. Got to get those pesos. <laughs> got to get some pesos. We prefer dollars, but we'll try to win pesos. Yeah, we got to I'll take somewhere. pesos at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Start. Any, any positive pesos? Yes. Yeah, right. exactly. If it po- positive units, Cam. It's it's all it's it's all about the. Uh, the yeah, <laughs> it's the Visine Vince School of Betting. Did you have a plus day today? It's a good day. You didn't lose. It's a good attitude to have. You know, you don't have to go. And one day, you know, you you're gonna have a couple days where you lose. You hope you hope you smash a big day. No, Gabe. No, moving forward, I'm telling you, like with the way we're doing it now, we have to be very serious about. It. We're not just throwing shit out there now. Like I'm. I'm even going to do the same. Like, I had a great NFL day. We had the Colts, had the Browns, like, all sorts of stuff. Hell, I bet the Bengals at plus 17 and a half, whatever. But I put the bills everywhere, and I got to stop doing that. Stop putting, like, certain, like, you know they what I mean? They can't do like, everywhere, why? yeah. Yeah, like, you know, you got to stop clicking on stuff. It would have been an amazing day. Like, that's the thing. It's just, it's money management and game betting management. Something uh, moving forward. We got to, we've been in this game for a long time. It's, it's got to get better. Like, we, we win a lot. Right, we'll get to uh... management, management. We'll get to our DFS picks in a minute. DailyRoto.com uh, NBA lineup optimizer is now available. It yeah. means you can use the same tools and projections at DailyRoto.com. NFL premium subscribers are using to win each week for NBA DFS contests. DailyRoto.com has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings millionaire dollar tournament winners and millions more in cumulative prizes. If you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're not using the DailyRoto tools, projections, and optimizers, you're doing it wrong. You're at a competitive disadvantage. Go over to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. It's DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium and enter promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. Um, so, yeah, we had a good day uh, yesterday. We hit 75 bucks in the Millionaire Maker. Uh, we won every other football contest. Uh, well, we won money in every other football contest we were in. I played an NBA lineup already. And this is what I've got. Marcus Smart, point guard. Sadoransky, Wizards. Yeah. Uh, John Wall's out again. <laughs> got to go back to the sat, sat man. Uh, Hernan Gomez, $4,700. Trey Lyles, 37 Those are the two nuggets uh, that I have. Andre Drummond. I like Drummond even more now that Blake Griffin's out. Andre Drummond, $8,400. De'Aaron Fox. Uh, Julius Randle. And Joel Embiid. Pretty strong team, actually. Marcus Smart, Sadoransky, Hernan Gomez, Trey Lyles. So, all cheap. Everybody's out for the Boston Celtics, so Marcus cheap, Smart's cheap, a nice option cheap. at $4,300. John Wall is out. Sadoransky kills it whenever John Wall's out. He's cheap. He's up to 4200 but he's still worth it. Uh, Hernan Gomez, computer loves him. $4,700. Denver Nuggets really are depleted. He's going to play like 30, 35 minutes tonight. Trey Lyles. You know, he might not start, you know, he, he was like two for 11 from the field or something the other night. But at $3,700, he's going to get you your value. And you take Sadoransky, Hernan Gomez, and Trey Lyles, it allows you to spend some money after the fact. 
That's why I've got Andre Drummond and Joel Embiid. These guys beat the crap out of each other when they play. They both put up big numbers all the time. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is in a great spot against the Chicago Bulls. And uh, Randall's just a fantasy machine. So there's I got Smart, Sadoransky, Hernan Gomez, Trey Lyles, Drummond, Fox, Randall, and Embiid. What you got, Cam? And then I'll get my football lineup. Thank you. I just received your email. I got a hockey lineup for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start things off at the center position. Logan Couture of San Jose. I can see San Jose and New Jersey scoring in this game. I'm going to ride the hot can with Couture. He's been on fire. He's a points machine right now. He's had a slow start, but hey, man, recently he's really been picking up the pace. And I like the fact that he had seven shots on goal against the Dallas Stars. More of that means lots of fantasy points. I'll tell you something. Dylan Larkin of the Detroit Red Wings is one of the most underrated players in the league. Guy's got 28 points in 30 games. Gabe, he's got six points in his last three games. Five and a half, nine, five and a half. I'm riding the hot hand with this guy right now. That's the thing about hockey. It's like in baseball, you can have one big day. But I find in hockey, like, guys usually ride it out for two or three wicked games. They're feeling good about it. Then they kind of fall off. So I'm going to ride some hot streaks. Kucherov, you got to almost put him in your lineup every night for Tampa Bay. He gets a 44 points in 31 games. He's solid, and they're playing the Rangers tonight. A little bit expensive, but, hey, he's the guy. Anders Lee, New York Islanders. Very, very underrated player. Three points in his last four. Six DK points against Columbus. Six against Winnipeg. Five against Pittsburgh. And they're playing Pittsburgh tonight. Watch out. 22 points in 28 games. Very, very underrated player. Kyle Palmieri of the New Jersey Devils. Hot streak. Four points in his last two games. 17 and a half DK points. I told you I'm actually going to take the Devils on the plus half against San Jose tonight. Defense really saves some money. Justin Braun of the San Jose Sharks. Dirt cheap at $3,400, and he gets lots of ice time. We got Forboard of the Los Angeles King. Young guy getting more playing time and playing well, too. Six DK points in his last game and playing 22 minutes. You never heard of this guy, but uh, the Kings really like him. Jimmy Howard's my goaltender at $7,800. Got to love it. And Justin Abelkater is my utility player at $3,600. Man, you got to be a professional typewriter to pick up your picks. You're so fast. Yeah, okay. I, I know what I did, though, Gabe, because I know we have picks to give still, but I'll go over it one more time. Okay, everybody, you got a pen? Logan Couture, Dylan Larkin, Kucherov, Anders Lee, Kyle Palmieri, Justin Braun. We got this guy in L.A., Forboard, Jimmy Howard, and Justin Abelkater. That one's a long one, so Justin Abelkater. No change. All right, I put together an NFL uh, lineup. I used Dalvin Cook as the captain in a draft. Yeah, yeah. Dalvin Cook is the captain. Wide receiver, uh, Jerron Brown, uh, extremely cheap. Jerron Brown's like 1400 bucks or so, whatever the hell he is. Uh, 1800 or 1400 Jerron Brown. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Russell Wilson, and Nick Vanette. So that's a pretty good team, actually. Now, listen, I know I'm rolling the dice here with uh, with Jerome Brown, but, you know, he's so cheap. I really don't need all that much from him to give me the value. Dalvin Cook at cap- in my captaincy spot. Uh, Nick Vinette's got an opportunity to potentially score a touchdown, which would be real nice, and he's just so freaking cheap. And uh, now I'm able to go with Cook at the captain, Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, and Russell Wilson. I think it's a pretty solid lineup, actually. Similar lineup. I got Cook as my captain, Adam Thielen, Russell Wilson, Kyle Rudolph, David Moops Moore, and Gabe. I went with Seabass 
lots of he's got great price 8.1 fantasy points a game for janikowski he's really uh he's an old guy but man he can still kick thirty four hundred dollars by the way 400's your change thank you all right let's get to our picks as well i got another nba lineup i'm close i got two more two more players with anthony davis in i just threw him in uh here right now right here right uh, now yeah yeah, right here, right now, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Hi, I see your email. Here we go. Time to input. Here's another. Yeah, inputters got to get to work. Holy jeez, you got a lot no. of stuff here. I, I better get inputting. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing at 7, though. Oh, good news. That's great. That's great. Start. Yeah, it starts at 7.35. Perfect. That makes things a lot easier. Starts at 7.35. All right, so what I'm going to be inputting into the book tonight, Minnesota Vikings. And the over, seven-point teaser. Vikings at over, seven-point teaser. Dalvin Cook, over, 79.5 total rush and receiving yards. Dalvin Cook, total rush and receiving yards, over 79.5. Tyler Lockett, over 54.5 receiving yards. Long field goal, over 44.5 yards. NBA basketball. Pelicans, Celtics, over 223. Grizzlies, plus two at Denver. Lakers, minus five and a half, hosting Miami Heat tonight. So to recap, Minnesota Vikings, over seven-point teaser. Dalvin Cook, total rushing receiving yards combined, over 79 and a half. Tyler Lockett, over 54 and a half uh, receiving yards. Long field goal, over 44 and a half yards. NBA basketball, Pelicans, Celtics over 223. Grizzlies plus the two out of beat-up Denver Nugget team. L.A. Lakers minus five and a half versus the visiting Miami Heat. What you got tonight, Cam? Well, in hockey tonight, we're going to take a shot with the Detroit Red Wings minus 120 against the Kings. Splitting up my unit, I'm taking the Devils regulation plus a half puck, plus 105, and New Jersey plus 160 as my pooch of the night. So then in the football, we're doing a teaser with Minnesota plus 10 in the over, the same as you, Marenzi. I'm going with Dalvin Cook combined, rushing, receiving, 79 and a half over. Kyle Rudolph, 37 and a half over. And Moops, more, 44 and a half over. Those are the picks right now. And uh, I really like the Lakers in basketball, too. I'm going to probably parlay them with something. Maybe the Lakers in lightning and hockey for one of those parlays because I don't want to lay 260 and... Uh, Crazy juice. You get it, my my friend? So let's win some. I have a good feeling about tonight, Gabe. Good feeling. No, I think I think we're going to have a winning night tonight as well, actually. I like I like where we're going with this. Right, I'm so close to one more lineup, but we're running out of time. Oh, and Yang. No mercy from Yang. No. It's Always on time. Always on time. All right, may the winners be yours. Hopefully you get those pesos. Get those pesos, Tell everybody. Radio. All right, so the score, the scorekeeper overturned the hit to a, uh, it's an error. All right, it's, it's an error. It's not a perfect game, but still a no-hitter. <laughs>